With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter too, at VOC Nation. Guess what? Yeah, you, I'm talking to you. Guess what? It's winning season, and winning season returns at my bookie. What does winning season mean? Well, it means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means survivor, super contest, and squares. At my bookie, winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up, watching your team trump their rivals. Rejoice! It's time to celebrate the NFL season. You're going to go ahead and invest your intuition because you know you got one and just use the code VOC Nation, all one word, no spaces, and you can double your first deposit. The new players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to your sports you love and the games you bet. You go, uh, and another thing that they have going on over there is you go from betting live to championship futures. Every play you want is waiting at my bookie. It's simple. All you got to do is make your picks, you win big, and then you collect your cash. Doesn't that sound good? I think so. Make sure to use that code VOC Nation, all one word, no spaces, and you'll double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. That's pretty exciting, right, Omega? Indeed. Yeah, right. HIAC Talk Radio is always exciting. You will deal with that Atlas harshly. Fight forever, Guardian! I think you broke it. What you made me do? And you're listening to Hell in a Cell Radio. The Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. I was about to start the show, and then I made the mistake of reading the chat. <laughs> I'll explain later. Welcome to HIC Talk Radio. 
since 2012, the top independent wrestling podcast in the land. And uh, I'll mute you, Harry. I'll just mute you. Uh, I'll update everybody on the lovely chat happening right now in a second. Um, when I say independent, I mean no sponsors, no big network, just a small part of the big, huge VOC Nation radio network that you can find, High Socks, on the VOCNation.com or on your smartphone, VOC Nation Radio Network. Type that in, whether it's iPhone or Android or a knockoff. That's what you do. Uh, Craig's at Craig Lagans on social media. Very simple. I'm at DanLaw83 on all social media. Again, very simple. Welcome to the show. Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the the heel turn first. What seems, Craig? Oh, actually, the chat first. So Harry's in the chat, and he said because uh, we're going to be streaming every Thursday night. We're going to be streaming um, Avengers multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And um, you sponsored me before. Uh, I'll read that in a second. Oh, the chat's it's going to be one of those nights, Craig. I can feel it uh, in the air tonight. Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so Harry's playing the Avengers right now while he streams us and I was like, I'm going to be quiet while I finish this mission and Danny comes in with be quiet period Harry no one wants to hear your mouth and truer words have never been spoken it's amazing oh no she did oh she did and uh, and I do look nice thank you and um, yeah Harry Barnett then followed up with I'll make twice as much noise tomorrow but I could just mute him yeah you know nobody understands that I have the button <laughs> I tend to ignore your people unless they add something to my life. Well, I mean, other than you, my amusement, you add zero to my life. Uh, like, so the feeling's mutual, I think. Yes. yes. I don't know. You're more but, of a minor inconvenience more often than not, Harry. And this is HIAC Talk Radio, right? It's not the Harry Barnett Show? No, 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 no. It, it might, we could argue it's even the Craig Lagan Show, but it's definitely never, <laughs> ever, ever. Or ever going to be the Harry Barnett show. Okay. I add child laughter. You add child life like laughter. Your people. Yeah. Yeah. Harry doesn't understand words, uh, purple. He just doesn't. <laughs> he also has a head injury, so I'm sure he doesn't he won't remember this tomorrow. Yeah, well just repeat man, woman, person, camera. TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the heel turn finally happened. It almost seemed like hold on. Sorry, Craig. I have to. I forgot to write the, read this one more chat, and this oh. is from Socks saying I've sponsored you before via my OnlyFans page. Thank you, <laughs> Socks. Thank you, Socks. Anyway, for God's sakes, the heel turn that seemed like it took seventy years in the making finally happened on SmackDown. I want to get your thoughts about this before I say anything because it might shock you how I feel. Bailey finally turned on Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. beat the living hell out of her on SmackDown. That she did. How do you feel about that? <laughs> uh, I thought it was um, – the beatdown was great. Uh, Sasha's really good at selling. Um, I thought there should have been more – and I've said this before about the current state of, uh, quote, professional wrestling. Um, if it had been more urgent, like if there had been, like, referees coming down to, like, stop Bailey's rampage or even just somebody just coming up as she was getting on the top rope before she did the, the guillotine – maneuver which was um the best way to you know to officially turn bailey heel you know when bailey came out slashing the bailey buddies and making little boys cry on the internet that was great 
uh, and cutting her hair and no more pigtails, <laughs> no more hugs. I mean, okay, we get it. We're supposed to boo Bailey now. But this kind of puts it over, it puts the ceiling because obviously, you know, the Bailey and Sasha story has been told they're the, they're the Trish and Lita of this millennium. And we and we are used, so used to booing Sasha uh, because Sasha is a natural heel, a lot more natural than, than Bailey is. So having Bailey turn on Sasha is what really got, you know, tongues wagging and fingers uh, typing on the, on the interwebs. Uh, it was, it was well done. It was so well done, Dan, because after the match, um, I turned back and I, I came in the middle of the beatdown. So I didn't even see, cause I just saw them, you know, them getting out of the ring and I, I saw on the replay, then Bailey just kicked Sasha in the face. And that's when it happened. I thought, I thought it was going to come in one of those infamous backstage segments when Bailey finally turned on Sasha. So the fact that it happened right after the match and I, I just turned away and I missed it, how it started. That was a great, um, a great way to do it because absolutely no one, including me, you know, saw it coming. So I, I thought it was great. Um, what it really, what it's all really missing. And I'll wrap this up by saying, you can have some of the best television and the best wrestling angles in the world right now without an audience. It's not as big. Um, and so while as big as this was, I really would have loved to have seen it during a live show. But since we don't know when that's going to be, obviously you, you, you do it now or you do it when Bailey and Sasha are at their, their peak of, of interest. So uh, I enjoyed it. It's the uh, the heel turn uh, we've been waiting for. I was going to say heel turn heard around the world, but it's the heel turn we've been waiting to be heard around the world for quite a while. And thus, therein lies my problem. What's your problem? Uh, it should have happened about two years ago. <laughs> I'm not taking anything away from Bailey because that saying the way they did it was fan. You know, it was fine. It was good. Uh, it looked like she beat the holy hell out of Sasha. And uh, we finally get the bad Bailey we've been waiting more than two years for. I don't put any of the, the performance was not the issue. Simply not the issue. Um, to add to what you said at the end of that, I do feel a little bit of was, uh, was t- bully as Harry says. <laughs> that was actually very funny. See, once in a while, the sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then, and Harry was funny right then. A broken clock is right at least twice a day. At least. If you ever saw a broken clock, the definition, it would see, say, see Harry. Um, I do kind of, I kind of am bummed out that they took away what they could have done in front of an audience for that. And, uh, yeah, but I, you said it before, Harry, but I don't pay attention to you 100, 90% of the time. It's not forgetful. It's selective forgetfulness. I forgot on purpose because I don't pay attention to what you say. Well, that's uh, why I missed it. As soon as I saw that they lost, I turned the channel. Exactly. See? <laughs> and then I come back and, and I'm in the, I, turn, I come back in the middle of the beatdown. So yeah, exactly. I, it wasn't so, – yeah, go ahead. I, I just I, – I just – I have a – WWE writing is just – it's part of the reason why I haven't been able to watch it during this – Sitting at home, crap. Mm-hmm. I 
they had multiple opportunities. I really tried hard on this podcast since 2012 to not be at like every other podcast. Let me rephrase that. Mostly every other podcast that sit there and say, these writers suck ass. I could do better. This is the stupidest thing I ever heard. Uh, I'm better than these performers that are in the ring getting paid for it, the actual professionals. I'm better than that. I hate that kind of ass. And I will never do that on this. I will try my best to never do this on here. Um, I see it with a lot of hockey podcasts, too, where it's like, you if you don't like today's product, totally understandable. For you to sit there and say that that they suck is a opinion at best mm-hmm. and a crappy opinion at worst. <laughs> um, I'm sitting here on my couch watching this. <laughs> Harry says, instead of bashing the writing, just say, go home, Bruce, you're drunk. <laughs> they had ample opportunity to do this before they didn't do it, and I kind of took the sting away from me. Okay. Personally. Personally. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people liked it, and I'm going to enjoy it because I love Bailey. She's one of my favorites for multiple reasons. Uh, I liked Heel Bailey when she came out and just stabbed everything. Yes. And I will like Heel Bailey now that she's beaten up on her best friend to see what they do with that. You could have mm-hmm. gone either way with those two. Yeah, but we've seen we've seen uh, Sasha turn on Bailey, and we've right? Seen, exactly. Seen we've heel, seen that Sasha. side of it before. So yes. Um, you know, Seth didn't take Sting away from me. Sting took Sting away from me when he wouldn't shave his head, Harry. But that's another discussion for another time. Yes, Brett screwed Brett. Brett screwed Brett. Vince screwed screwed Vince. Um, yeah, I I will see what they do. I'm not going to crap on it all just because I don't like the timing or it wasn't how I imagined it. But I am a little bit bummed out about that. So I'm going to see what happens this week. I'm just very glad it finally happened. If you're going to go heel, go full heel. Beat the hell out of your friend. <laughs> Just, yeah. it's, because of something you did, you know? Yeah. Yes. Got to go full heel. Can't go uh, you. That reminded me about something else that uh, happened this week. Vin, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to uh, know what how independently contracted wrestlers are. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? Use the uh, little segue, yeah. Like it? Uh, but Vince came, Vince said this week that he's banning the right word. Somebody in the chat will correct me. He's banning the usage of third-party apps for the WWE superstars who are independent contractors. Mm-hmm. Do not mistake him that for anything else. They are independent contractors from using Twitch, uh, other streaming platforms to make yeah. extra money on the side with their names. So the right. first thing Paige did was take her WWE stage name right off her Twitch and named it her <laughs> her actual name. Yeah. Um, thank you, Danny. I know. Which is going to be a problem for someone like, you know, Xavier Woods and Up, Up, Down, Down. Yeah. But I know he's been using Austin Creed on Twitter and other social media platforms for a while now to avoid that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which goes back to my original discussion when people were, he was commenting on wrestling fans and being patient and not knowing the product as well as they think. And wrestling fans saying, you need us. You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't have anything of a work for us forgetting he's a PhD. <laughs> he's a smart guy. 
Uh, I think that they have a piece being the WWE has a piece of up, up, down, down. I think you are correct. I could be wrong, but I do think with the inclusion of the other superstars that have been used on that show. Um, yes, exactly. Go around it. Use their real name, not their stage name. Here's my problem. Why are you picking now on the pen? Why are people who are known a-holes being a-holes this blatantly during a pandemic? I don't get it. Uh, Well, especially now when so many wrestlers, primarily independent wrestlers who don't have a WWE machine that's paying their bills and need as much revenue as they can from whatever streams they can, why would that all of a sudden be a problem? And I know that the, I can see that the WWF's point is as long as you wrestle under us and we own your name, even if it's your real name, um, or even in this case, if, it, if it's a character, if you're uh, a mad Russian on the WWE's product, but then you go on Twitch or Twitter as a real name talking without an accent with your wife and you're being this nice guy and look, I do – I'm washing my car and I'm doing charity. You're doing all this unheal like stuff, yeah. all the un un Russian bad guy type stuff. That looks bad on the on the WWE. So it's like if you don't you if you work for us, you can't do that. If you want to do that, then you can't work for us. Uh, and this goes all the way back to uh, Vince Senior when he went to. Uh, when Hulk Hogan went to him and said, I, I, I want to do a movie with the first one. Well, you can do it, but you can't be in, in you can't work for us because we don't employ uh, actors here. Sergeant also, Slaughter signed a deal in 1984 at the height of his popularity. Signed a deal with G.I. Joe. Yeah. Uh, well, you can't do G.I. Joe if you're going to work for the WWF because you're a wrestler. You're not a cartoon character. See ya. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> He made plenty of money with G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, but they got much he could have made with the WWF behind him and G.I. Joe. Let me catch up on the chat here. Uh, Purple says, also, there is a concern about likeness rights for actual visual presence. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Danny says, copyrighted name, go around your name. Use your real name. Right, of course. Um, just to clarify the, the terrible people doing terrible things, it was kind of sarcastic, rhetorical. Uh, blatantly in the middle of a pandemic, of course they are because they're terrible people like Vince McMahon. Listen, I like a lot of what he did. I hate a lot more than what he's done. That makes sense, Craig? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I do know what you mean. As a person, not my favorite person. No. Uh, As far as wrestling, probably also not my favorite person. (laughs) We'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Problem is using problem is using of employee terms for independent contractors. Vince is telling them where to go, what time to be there, and what duties to perform. They are employees. Vince just doesn't want to play. Yeah, they're absolutely employees. Yes, yeah, so, no, I know that. the The point of I'm not going to argue the status of the independent contractor. I know they're employees, but it's kind of fifty fifty. They're treated like employees, but they're also not treated like employees. I know how it works, guys. About the taxes associated and health care. I get it. He's still a fucking asshole for doing it. And they're still, if you're going to treat them like independent contractors, treat them like independent contractors. Tired of people arguing for Vince. I know how it works. I get it. 
Thank you. And, and speaking of real people with real names, debuting on AEW right now as we speak, the sports entertainer formerly known as Rusev. Are you kidding? He's on AEW right now. Huh. Getting a standing ovation and using his real name. Miro? Yeah. And Daddy's here Daddy's here blonde. He looks like a real he looks like a real jacked M and M. Does he get the standing ovation from a hundred people? Yeah. Eh. I, think, <laughs> I, I think he would get it if this grab was full, but he is oh, on sure. live and in uh live and in color in public, if you will. No, Rusev is dead. Miro is. Okay. Uh, by the way, he had a great rant on Dave Meltzer the other day on his Twitch channel that I was enjoying the hell of. Did he? Uh, and, oh, yeah. He's like, he was just like, I can't repeat what he was saying. But, I mean, I already cursed, but I only try to use the curse words once in the episode, so I don't have to edit 13 more out. Um, but he was like, the world would be better without Dave Meltzer. He's a terrible person making up stories about his wife and, you know, just the same old slimy crap that Dave Meltzer has always had. At some point, Craig, Dave Meltzer went from being a reporter to being a personality, and he's part of the reason wrestling is the way it is today. Yeah, well, he sees AEW as a future professional wrestling, and that could not be further from the truth. And I don't know when David, Dave Meltzer went from being a, a respected voice in professional wrestling to uh, a shill advocate stooge for whatever passes for sports entertainment now but i don't uh i don't know when it happened and i i don't know why it happened because you're talking about people that you don't like namely Vince McMahon. dave Meltzer was someone i actually did like um someone that i when i wrote to the newsletters and he would publish my stuff or he would write back or even just say hey man i i already got the story thank you for sending to me but i already got this but i do appreciate you you reading i appreciate you your attention and you know we love wrestling and, and thank you it's like he didn't have to do that, but you know I appreciated it. Uh, but now I don't. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know why it happened to him, and I don't know. Um, but now I don't care what Dave Meltzer has to say. No, it, it, there's better names out there. I mean, it's not no mm-hmm. DQ, but uh, it sucks for wrestlers who perform with their government names because they actually can't do third party work with their names anymore. Yeah, I was wondering about that. You answered it for me. What the uh, line was for like Drew Gulak, right? As far as I know, it's that's it. He's screwed now, so I don't know. So, yes, breaking news, Miro is in AEW. Uh, as far as stop watching it, I pretty much only watch, like, clips on YouTube, and I know that still counts as ratings, but I haven't watched wrestling on TV in a month now. Uh, maybe like once hockey comes down, maybe I'll start watching it again. And uh, and I'm not a hypocrite. Uh, I haven't gotten rid of the WWE Network, and I haven't said down with WWE Network because there's stuff on there. Quite frankly, I want to watch. Sorry, but as far as the live shows, I haven't watched uh, AEW either. Speaking of AEW, so let's cut to. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You say what you want. I judge free zone in here. Don't talk to me that way. Um, <laughs> last week, Matt Hardy, uh, nobody cares, Harry. Uh, last week, Matt Hardy landed on his head. There's the shortest version of uh, the that version of the story. 
Matt Hardy was doing. Can you explain what happened, Craig? Uh, Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara, who are in a feud, but the thing that gets me most about a feud is they've never had one match when they were both inside a ring. Right. Uh, it started on the uh, brawl outside where Sammy threw a chair way too hard at Matt and bust, legit busted Matt open, which I thought needed a receipt at some point because I, I, I'd never heard of them having any prior beef. I just thought that was incredibly unprofessional and really uncalled for and just, just plain stupid. And they kept uh, escalating this feud, uh, but because of Sammy's uh, background and uh, Matt, because of his brother, they're known for their high-flying thing, but they're the match they had this past week on on AEW All Out or In or All All In or Out, uh, they're on this forklift all both. fighting, or yeah, all both all both ways on this forklift fighting, and inexplicably there's a table that had been set up prior to this match somehow uh, right below them. So the spot was that um, they were going to go backwards onto this table. Uh, Matt went too high, so the only thing that broke the table was Matt's uh, butt and thighs. So he fell off 10 feet or more off this forklift on the concrete right on his head. Uh, I mean, directly, like you heard the... Yeah. So again, the only reason the table broke, it was his, his lower back and his butt that broke the table. It wasn't his flat back or his shoulders that, you know... We're supposed to break the it whole. Was a, it was a the skull. whole thing is stupid anyway. Yes, I mean, I, I again, I don't know why you have a feud and not one match takes place in a ring. All of our matches are outside or in the that kind of garbage. So, um, so the referee Aubrey gave the sign already. Matt Hardy completely knocked out. Um, oh, she put the X up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I right didn't away. see the ex- I, w- I didn't see that part of it yet. Right away, and they they cut the camera away to Sammy, and and they they call the match, and rightfully so. Um, Matt got back up, and he was on autopilot. Uh, Bubba Ray Dudley spoke to this because when it happened, Matt Hardy was trending worldwide. Matt Hardy was the number one trend worldwide. Uh, let me break in real quick, okay. and then continue right away. Yeah, because I think this is going to touch upon what Bubba said. I didn't see what Bubba said. Uh, he was knocked out, correct? Correct. He had a concussion. He did. That's what happens. Yes. Whether when it's you... minor or major, that is a concussion. So get out of your head anything AEW Tony Khan said about him not having one, he did. Yeah. Continue. And, and that's exactly what he said. Uh Bubba said that Matt went on autopilot. The same thing that happened to me in my match, my ladder match. And the only reason I got through it because Jericho was yelling at me what to do next. Hmm. And I did it. So to everyone else, it looked like I was fine. And we carried on with the match. I was on autopilot. Matt Hardy was on autopilot. Matt, Matt Hardy got up and was yelling for Sammy Guevara. But Anyone who knows anything about head injuries or it's a concussion knows that he wasn't there. He was on autopilot. So in AEW's infinite wisdom, they let the match continue because they had another spot to do, um, which they did. And Sammy fell off something high. I don't know what it was because at this point, there's no reason for that match to go on. 
Uh, Matt went to the hospital. AEW lets out a statement to go, Matt's okay. Matt Hardy's wife gets on Twitter, said, no, Matt's not okay. okay he did yeah. have a concussion, and uh, he's not doing good. Um, we're on live right now. We're, we're, we're recording HIEC Talk Radio, so as while AEW is going on. So at the top of this this episode, uh, Matt Hardy addressed the crowd on AEW. I don't know what he had to say, but he um, didn't look well. And what happened to him on Saturday should not happen to anyone. And uh, it definitely, and if it does happen, because I understand accidents happen, but this sure. was was not necessary. The match wasn't necessary. The spot wasn't necessary. Everything that he and Sammy Guevara have done have has not been necessary. Um, but you're you're risking a man's life, not not just livelihood, his life. Let me address uh, that when when back what Harry said about, of course, an owner of a company with lots of money is going to tell a cover story. That. Uh, that should have been an acceptable answer in 1985, 1989, 94, uh, with the advancement of what we know, and Harry, you know all too well, to be serious for a second about it, head trauma, lasting effects of said head trauma, uh, and the fact that, again, the 24-7 connectivity of everyone and everything, that he was allowed to put that statement out after he did it on TV – we all saw it, all that, everybody who watched it, everybody watched the clip later, see him get his ass knocked out, thus saying it wasn't a concussion. We all saw the concussion happen in real time. That's where I have a problem with information. Who sits there? Obviously, not everybody knows how the concussion works, but who's sitting there going, oh, he's fine then? What are you looking at? <laughs> That indicates any of that. And, and the referee again, the referee Aubrey gave the gave the X sign twice. At one after the after the fall when Matt was knocked out, and two after he got up because she could see that he wasn't all there, and so she did it again. Yeah. Uh, By the but, way, not her fault. Mm-mm. I saw people giving her a little bit of trash after the match. Uh, uh, referee Aubrey, uh, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> stop it. No. Tony Khan, AEW officials, guys running the show. Yeah, that's who you, you're angry about. And yes, exactly, Purple. CTE is a thing. Yes. Everyone watching knows what we know, though. No, I know that, but that's what I just said, Harry. The people who do know, I just don't know how misinformation gets thrown around and it just happens when there's people who do know saying, no, that's not what ha- – now we're going to – I just – I don't get people. Go ahead, Craig. Uh, I don't get people either. Well, the entire uh, pay-per-view, um, from what I what I did, and I only wanted, I at least saw the Matt Hardy thing only because Matt Hardy was training worldwide. And I hope whenever Matt, the reason Matt Hardy's training worldwide is, oh my God, I hope nothing bad happened. And I, I find out, oh yeah, something bad did happen. And uh, the only other match I wanted to say was see was the uh, the the um, MJF match, but uh, nothing of consequence happened outside of that FTR winning the uh, the tag team championship, uh, but which was a foregone conclusion. That was kind of like Sasha. I mean, Bailey turning on Sasha. We knew it was going to happen, just the only matter of time. So, uh, Dash and uh, Cash are 
the AEW Tag Team Champions, the only tag team in history to be NXT, Raw, SmackDown, and now AEW Tag Team Champions, for whatever that's worth. But uh, what happened to uh, Matt Hardy should not go. Um, uh, and it's not Sammy, and it's not Sammy's fault either. Again, no. as you said, accidents happen. We can yeah. debate why the match happened and why it didn't make sense or why it did. Different kind of discussion. What no. happened to Matt Hardy should not be allowed. I know I, I've seen it on – I've heard the discussion about hockey uh, amongst podcasters and hockey fans on Twitter, and it's happening in wrestling now too, that you know hockey players these days are pansies. Wrestlers these days are pansies because uh, you, they get hurt, they stop the match, they don't keep going. What we know about head trauma – this is, and I'm just going to be perfectly frank about this. Even though my name's Dan, I'm going to be frank. Um, exactly, Harry. Accidents happen, but attempting to cover it up shouldn't. Exactly. Uh, do you see partly why your heroes of old are dying at early ages? Most of it is, a, a lot of it is due to the said head trauma that we're denying. We're denying. I want air quotes for me because I'm not denying it. Um, or, or the painkillers that have been addicted to because of to bumps blocks. like that. Yes, yeah. exactly. That diseases it's, the heart that causes it to stop at an early age. This is not 1985 anymore. I'm not. Yes, I'm Frank. I'm TV's Frank. I'm gonna be Frank about Frank. That was for you. Um, it's what we know, or what you choose to know. Some of you. You can absolutely be Garth. Um, <laughs> uh, what we choose to know, what we know is out there, is uh, there's, there's no excuse anymore. I have a, this is from Harry. I have a brain condition thanks to head trauma. My work tried to cover it up, so I know how effed up this is. It must made me curse another time, Harry. Uh, you almost got that one by me. Yeah, I joke. Jer- Harry and I joke about it, but he when I, he has an actual. Head trauma. Yeah. He has yeah. brain bleeding that is going to affect him the rest of his life, mm-hmm. on and off. That right. ruins his day, if not days at a time. And I just look at all the past, your past heroes that are gone now. Mm. I have a head condition too, but it's a different kind. <laughs> I had a minor concussion once mm-hmm. playing hockey, one time when I was 13. My head made contact with somebody's foot on the way down, falling right in the eye. And I was knocked out for like 20, 30 seconds. And I came through. I remember my dad going, don't let him fall asleep. Make sure he doesn't fall asleep. I don't remember what happened after that. It was minor. You imagine a guy like Matt Hardy. You imagine Jeff Hardy, his brother. All these other wrestlers in the old days that landed on their head on a regular basis because we didn't know what was going on. Like, it shouldn't be happening for that reason. I get minor, I don't say minor, because sometimes they're major. I get stress headaches, like, once a week, maybe once every two weeks. And that's enough for me. I can't imagine, like Purple just said, I get chronic migraines. Fuck no. (laughs) Nope. And I'll bring it up again on this podcast just to compare. You were talking about Matt Hardy. I'll compare it to Nolan Patrick. Craig, do you know why he's not playing hockey right now? Concussions. Well, we don't know why, but he's having regular headaches. 
people right. are, and people are like, just play through it. No. No. Do you, you have no idea. Stop. Stop talking. Go eat a cheesesteak and shut up. And while you're at it, bring me one. Cause... <laughs> Craig, do you have anything? Uh, do we cover everything we're going to talk about about modern, modern wrestling? Uh, yes. Um, well, the, the, the Matt Hardy stuff, uh, the AEW. If anyone out there did actually pay for the AEW uh, pay-per-view, I would like to hear from you. and would like to hear what you thought of it. Um, I only, again, I only saw the one. Uh, I saw. Or the if Hardy you didn't pay. pay. Or if you didn't pay, if you, if you if you saw it for free somewhere, let me know what you what you thought of it. Um, I only saw the uh, the uh, MJF match and um, against Dean Ambrose, which they totally messed up. Purple, um, did you see any of it? Go ahead, Craig. Yeah, uh, MJF, who's supposed to be the heel against uh, Dean Ambrose, was the if that match had taken place in front of a full crowd, MJF would have been the face. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It would have been cheered nonstop. Absolutely, because they completely booked it wrong. MJF bled a gusher against Dean Ambrose when it should have been the other way around, and uh, and even when MJF spit in Dean Ambrose's face, if that would have been a full crowd, he would have got a, he would have got the loudest pop of the night. So they let me just say, my old NWA WCW loving heart is. Um, Absolutely thrilled that Tully is with MJF. Uh, with, uh, FTR. FTR. Yeah. Uh, that makes me very happy. Um, but yes, if anybody wants to say anything about the pay-per-views, drop it in the chat or on Twitter. Now that we got that all recorded, before you go, <laughs> it figures, uh, very timely, and I don't mean that sarcastically or as a joke, uh, we were talking about head trauma this episode, and Big Vito, uh, Vito LaGrasso, who was in like at every single company in the nineties and two thousand, wasn't he? WWE, WCW, ECW, ECW yeah. he was everywhere. I still like Skull Von Crush, by the way. Great, <laughs> one of my favorite names. Uh, Y'all remember the Last Boy Scout? No, what is the reference? Uh, Billy Blanks at the beginning of the Last Boy Scout blew his brains out because he was on steroids and he owed quite a bit of money. So in during a football game, he pulled out a gun and shot all the opposing players. And when he got to the end zone to score his touchdown, the cops were surrounding him and he took off his helmet and said, ain't life a bitch and blew his brains out. So Billy Blanks blew his brains out in the Last Boy Scout because of his pill addiction. I don't think I've seen that. You would definitely remember the last Boy Scout, just yeah, I mean, I just being Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans Senior in it. The last Boy Scout great... movie. Come on, Cal. Yeah, no, she knows it. I'm the one that doesn't remember it. Yell at me. I'm yelling at you. <laughs> he was like, "Come on, Cal," because I didn't remember it. He was yelling for you at me, not at you. But I, I don't no. think I've seen it. Oh my! You you don't don't say I don't yes, think I've sure. seen it. Yeah, I, I, I probably haven't seen it. We gotta watch. Yeah. Okay, that's that'll probably, be a movie you watch. haven't seen it, Dan. I just that's what me. I mean. I haven't seen it. God damn it! Why are you yelling at me? Because I, I think I haven't seen. it. I probably haven't. No, you have not seen this movie. Okay, okay. Right. because 
the first five minutes, Billy Blanks blows his brains out. You definitely would remember that. Head trauma or no. I don't want to laugh at this situation, but you're yelling at me, and I can't take it. I, I'm, that's a trigger for me. It was like, I, I know. I, I, have you seen the Avengers? I don't think so. Like, you don't think you would have saw it or you didn't. You, you would did. know if you see the Avengers. I haven't seen the last Boy Scout. I will rectify that before the next show. But for fuck's sake, the point was. Yes, go. Yeah, to be on a serious note, thanks a lot, Craig. Uh, no, uh, we were talking about head injuries this episode, and right after we were done recording, Big Vito posted a statement on the dismissal of his WWE case. So those who don't know, he's been fighting for God only knows how many years at this point, uh, a concussion lawsuit, for lack of a better term, against the WWE. I'm going to read this in full. And then I'm going to ask him if he'd like to do the show. I don't know if he wants to talk about it, so I'm not going to presume he wants to. This is a public statement, so I'm not reading anything that's secret. But I want everybody to hear this. This is for Big Vito, uh, Vito LaGrasso. It is true the good guys don't always win, but they never stop fighting. Unfortunately, as a first-generation American and a voting American citizen, I was denied my right to a hearing. I was not allowed to present my fight with the lawyer jury of my peers. Sorry. My case versus WWE in the district court level went the distance. Depositions were recorded. Thousands of forms filled out. Thousands of dollars for filing fees. We even went into settlement talks. As we were awaiting a hearing date, Jez Bryant dismissed the case. It was dismissed on the basis of something 100% unrelated to me whatsoever. But again, as an American citizen, I knew I had my right to appeal and do to our court processes here in the United States, I waited years for that right. And in one pound of a rubber stamp, my rights were thrown out the window. What makes me have less rights than others? Because I'm not a politician, I have no rights to a hearing. Because I'm not a Fortune 500 company, I have no rights to a hearing. Because the job title pro wrestler isn't as glamorous as an NFL player or a Hollywood actor, I have no rights to a hearing. During these six years of fighting for wrestlers' rights, we have lost dozens of our brothers to CTE and brain trauma-related deaths, overdoses, and suicide. Myself and my family went through constant harassment, death threats, hacking of our websites and social media, personal information about our family released, information about my wife's medical condition, and we were doxxed, which resulted in us selling our home and moving out of state. Our lives have been changed by CTE. Not only the effect it has on our personal family, but also our friends and loved ones. We suffered through the loss of our dear friends in a murder-suicide directly related to CTE and professional wrestling. Sadly, this isn't the first time we experienced this. We have all we have been fighting, so it will be the last time we experience this. Everybody got I didn't enunciate that correctly, but we all got it. More from Big Vito. Vince McMahon and the WWE have done nothing to assist with the plight of pro wrestlers who have worked under their banner. A drug rehab is a Band-Aid on a gaping wound. They have made millions off the backs of men and women and watched as they have fallen to injury and illness as a result. These men and women breaking their backs for you are not afforded health care, security, recovery time, retirement benefits, fair treatment, licenses, and royalties. It's to the point that they can't even use their legal names without the company claiming ownership. Being an independent contractor affords them an unhealthy indentured servitude. And after time served, they are thrown away like human refuge, and the situation has only gotten worse. And to Linda McMahon, formerly administrator of the Small Business Administration, as independent contractors, we are small businesses. 
You are tied to not only the company, but the government. What have you done to help? What have you done to make a difference? I've contacted several major wrestling companies to discuss safety for wrestlers. I've been contacted back by none of them. I still have an open door policy to have an open discussion about wrestler safety and rights to any company that wishes to discuss this topic. This fight was never about money. More money has been spent that would have ever been possibly been recouped. This is about change. This is about respect for professionally trained athletes who are suffering and those who are making money off this suffering. This fight will never stop. I want to thank Andrew Yang and John Oliver for speaking out on our behalf. I want to thank my lawyer, Mr. Kiros, or Kairos, for his tireless work. I want to thank friends and fans for standing by us. Again, as an American citizen, son of immigrants, I believe anything is possible. I believe change is possible. Our case was already named in a victory. Wait, excuse me. Our case was already named in a victory in Ohio Appeals Court. Schmitz versus NCAA 2016, Ohio 8041. And we will not stop until we are heard. Vito signed Vito, Le, Vito J. LaGrasso, CTE and Human Rights Advocate. After all we just talked about, it's very timely that that came out uh, on an episode like this right after Matt Hardy had another concussion, period, end of story, on national TV, and the cons and AEW covered it up. Uh, I, I, not that I'm not going to focus on just Tony Khan and AEW, both companies. He referenced Chris Benoit. Um, we could debate. Uh, we're not debating that on this episode, but factually found out to be the cause of CTE and very bad head trauma. I yeah. believe, and I could be misquoting this, that when they did an autopsy on his brain, he had the brain of an 80 or 90-something-year-old Alzheimer's patient. Yes. He was 40. 40- Forties when he died, forty three, forty four, maybe forty six. Yeah, but he he had the brain of an eighty year old. They found, yeah, and the exact same thing. And uh, Andre Waters, one of the greatest uh, Eagles of all time, one of the uh, one of the stalwarts of the Buddy right. Ryan era, uh, also took his own life because he had the same condition that Chris Benoit had, and his brain was that of a much older. Man, and he's a football player, and he had a lot of undiagnosed uh, concussions and uh, and head trauma. Junior, you can add Junior Say out to that list too. I forgot about that. Yeah. the 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 phrase I still get see thrown around to this day, and again, I referenced hockey and referencing wrestling and referencing NFLs. Well, they sign the contract; they know what they're getting into. How does that make you feel when you see that? Uh, it doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't really, you know, it's, it's saying, well, you, you know, we were going, you're not, it's not like you're a police officer or a fireman and you run the risk of losing your life every time you walk, you, every time you go to work. And you wouldn't say that to, uh, well, you know, all my, my dad lost uh, his entire unit after one night and for someone to say, well, you know, this is what you signed up for. No. No. No, that's uh, not not good enough. No. Not good enough. No. Sorry. And, yeah, and being a professional wrestler, obviously, is what all of these men chose to do, and they wanted to, to do with their lives. And obviously, being a wrestler, just like with being any high-stressful, high-profile job, you know, bumps and bruises come with it. And in this case of professional wrestling, it's injury. If my injury that I did 
while I was working for the company that I that employs me is swept under the rug or is not acknowledged or even if I'm not compensated for it adequately and I'm just seen as not a person but just as a a number or a slab of meat or someone to be discarded then I do have a problem and that's not what I signed up for you know I I work for a major pharmaceutical drug company and if I experience a, an injury at work and I'm you know summarily dismissed or the injury is covered up because I work for a major pharmaceutical drug company and it's never acknowledged and when I try to hey you know I got hurt here um and it's rubber stamped and I'm I'm thrown out I'm I'm ignored and I'm forgotten then that's something that needs to be addressed and I'm not going to stop talking about it just like Vito isn't going to stop fighting about it this and I know he's not because I know he's not the and as much we're talking about Vito LaGrasso here but he's not the only one that this has happened to and he's not the only one sadly that it's going to happen to what's the kid's last name I say kids he's much older now uh tough enough Chris Wrestler. Uh, Chris, Chris Nowinski. Chris Nowinski, the one that started the whole thing in the first place. And he's the reason why, and every, at every uh, CTE death, injury, suicide, Chris Nowinski is right there. Every one of them. Every single one of them. He and was he, the one that suggested the brain, I believe he's the one that suggested the brain autopsy for Chris Benoit, if I'm not mistaken. He is, and he went, he went to Congress. He's spoke in front of of Congress to have this talked about in all contact sports. Chris Nowinski, for those of you who are unfamiliar with him, uh, was on Tough Enough, and he he wanted to become a professional wrestler, and he was, and still the only Harvard University graduate to ever be a professional wrestler. He had everything Vince liked. He had size. He had had good look. Everything except the brain. Except Chris Nowinski suffered six concussions in his first uh, eight months as a professional wrestler, um, and so he quit. And that was his blessing in disguise because he wasn't meant to be a wrestler. He's meant to do what he's doing right now, yeah. which was calling attention to the amount of head trauma that he suffered in a very short period of time. He wasn't even wrestling a year when he got concussion. And this is the, in the late 90s, early 2000s. Not even talking about the wrestlers that in the 70s and 80s, that went through that and before we even knew what CTE was and they not only were dropped on their heads, but then picked themselves up, got in their car and drove to the next town to do it all over again. Gone are the days of performing monkeys. Yes. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the clip, uh, uh, I, watched last night just for a laugh was uh, the crossfire that Jon Stewart went on and just read the riot act to Tucker or as I like to call him, Fucker Carlson yeah, because he's an a-hole about how bad the show is and the disservice you're doing to the American people in general and and when Tucker demanded him to be funny he says I'm not going to be your monkey (laughs) it's like uh, we need to bring that, the performing monkey that that's a good sarcastic I'm not your bitch phrase that needs to come back from athletes and actors and actresses and I'm not your monkey. <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> or the one I always use when referring to uh uh white trash is shuffle shoe. 
They're not going to shuffle shoe for you anymore, buddy. That de- those days are over. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sorry. It's rhetorical. Yeah. Uh, uh, signing a contract. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. One last thing about Chris Nowitzki. He's uh, already agreed to donate his brain to science after his death and the event of his death. Um, so his brain will be studied. Um, if, yeah. uh, if Better man than I. Him. Yeah. It's drama. That's it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for in the chat for joining. I'll say thank yous more in depth at the end of the wrestling story. But Craig, where can people follow you? They can follow me at uh, Craig Lagan, C R A I G L I G E O N S, on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter by the same name. Follow me at Dan eighty three at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, the same name, uh, or Twitch. Right now, you should be on Twitch watching us. If not, you're on YouTube or vice versa, DanLaw83. If you want to listen to the podcast on all your smartphones, whether it's Apple or Android, type in VOC Nation, Radio Network, subscribe. Like, subscribe to Twitch, subscribe to YouTube, or just go to VOCNation.com. Listen to the episodes there for Craig Lagans. Look out for the Wrestling Historian episode. Other than that, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Winning season returns at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means Survivor Super Contest and Squares. At MyBookie, winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up, watching your team trounce their rivals. Rejoice, it's time to celebrate the NFL season. Invest in your intuition. Use promo code VOCNATION, all one word, no spaces, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting at MyBookie. It's simple. Make your Pick, win big, collect your cash. Use promo code VOCNATION, all one word, no spaces, and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at my bookie. Hey, this is a total package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resume. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and 
Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You getting ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.